Welcome to It's Funny, That Makes It Okay, a podcast where we talk about what we find funny, strange, off the wall, possibly even a rant from time to time. I'm Doug Meeks, my co-host is Greg Daniel, and here we go. And here we go again, another episode. Yeah, we're back again. We are on episode number six for 2020. Yep, getting into the middle of February now. We're really uh, starting to click the weeks off. I know, hard to believe we're, we're pushing up against March already. Yep, I, I want to apologize right now. I am fighting a cold, so I'm going to try to get through this with the minimal amount of disruptions as I possibly can. Yep. <clears throat> the colds have been nasty this oh, year. I've right? been... Thankfully, I haven't had one all season through last year or this year until just it hit me a few days ago. Yeah, well, that's good. I think I had one, like I said earlier, and uh, it was either October, November. Uh, I actually had a little bit of a cold, but other than that, it's been a pretty good, pretty good winter so far with that. So, yeah, so yeah, I uh, for the weekend I threw my back out and I got sick. So nice, yeah, fun, it was a fun weekend. It was a fantastic <laughs> weekend. Uh, yeah, really didn't do a lot this weekend. Um, honestly, can't even think what I did to be, <laughs> I didn't even think about it before we uh, started recording. So well, that's, got, that's good though. Cause <laughs> usually if it's something bad, it's right there on the top of your head. So yeah, yeah. I pretty much got nothing. <laughs> uh, did I watch some TV this weekend? I watched, uh, I watched one of the, uh, the star Wars movies from the middle segment the the three middle ones that came out there, the prequels. Yeah. Uh, I watched the Phantom Menace this weekend. That was kind of, it's, it's, you know, it gets panned pretty bad, but story wise, it wasn't too bad. Nah, uh, some of the okay. acting was pretty bad yeah. though, yeah, but, some of the uh, acting was real but the bad. story, not too bad. And I'm trying to, I'm going to, my goal is to over the course of the next, who knows how long to try to watch them all chronologically. So that's why I kind of started there, and we're going to see where that goes. Yeah. Well, it's not, it's kind of fun. Yeah. So, well, usually each week, did you, I mean, did you have anything else? Did anything no, else go on this weekend? Or, no. Uh, like I said, uh, slept on the sofa for three nights in a row because my back was out, and uh, then I got sick. Um, so, yeah. Uh, well, we've been, you know, each week we start off usually with a conversation starter of some sort. Sometimes we'll do a would you rather uh, well, this week, I think we're going to do our old man gripe of the week. Uh, do you got anything that uh, you're particularly gripey about this week? Yeah, well, I, I kind of <laughs> found a, I got a life hack for everybody out there, something to hopefully make everything a little better for you. Now, this is something that I found in, uh, well, we, we've recently, we got a new car last year and we've got it. I'm, I'm pretty sure most cars have it, or if they don't, we could probably figure out some way to do it. It's called a turn signal. <laughs> I think those have been around since... uh... Oh, I know. I've been doing a ton of driving, and apparently most people don't have one or don't know how to use it because they just weave in and out, turn whenever they want. There's no no warnings or anything. Uh, And some of it, I don't know if they're just lazy and they're just, you know, doing what they want, or maybe they have no clue where they're going. They decide, oh, I need to turn here or here. But it drives me insane. Uh, Like I said, the last... Two to three weeks, I've been doing a bunch of driving for work, and I've seems like I've been behind every idiot on the road. So <laughs> it's just that that's that's my gripe is that. <laughs> well, yeah, and it's funny you say that because this morning, you know, I meet once a week with a friend of mine at McDonald's on Tuesday mornings, and I was sitting in the parking lot waiting for him to get there, and I see this car pull up to turn into the parking lot of McDonald's. He puts on his left blinker. And turned right into McDonald's. 
he wanted to throw anybody off in case he was being followed. I, I guess so. Can you imagine what people would have to do if, like, I don't know, did we? Did they do this in cars? I know when I was in driver's ed, we had to learn the hand signals. Yeah. Did, did they, I guess, I don't know how long turn signals actually been on cars, but we had to learn, you know, hand straight out for a left turn, down down for a stop, I think it was, and up over the top for a, a right turn. Yeah, we had to learn. I, when I or was, was in, that for bicycles? I was going to say, when I was in grade school, it seemed like we had to take a bicycle safety course and took a test on it, and that was uh, hand signals for the bicycles. <laughs> That's probably what I'm thinking of, bicycles. But cars. it translates to cars, because they said if your turn signals, and driver's ed, they did say if your turn signal's not working, you're supposed to use the hand signal. Okay, well, so, all right, well, that's a, that's a pretty good gripe, a legitimate gripe. <laughs> um, we all, road rage is always one of our favorites. Um, well, mine goes back to restaurants again. But it's not McDonald's this week. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> my gripe this week goes out to Kentucky Fried Chicken. The Colonel. Yeah, KFC. Uh, went there last night with my mom and brother. And we walk in. And we're going to get one of those $5 boxes. So it's a drumstick, a thigh, uh, potatoes and gravy, and a cookie for okay. five for $5. That sounds delicious. Yeah. So I'm ordering for me and my mom. And uh, so I said, okay, we'll both take the $5 meal with the, the thigh and a drumstick. And they said, oh, we're out of drumsticks. Well, for starters, it's chicken place. Yeah. We, we, you're out of chicken. How can you? Okay. All right. Wait, well, you go, what, was it like 10 minutes before they closed? No. Okay. This was earlier in the evening. Um, it's like, okay, they're out of drumsticks. Okay, we can deal with that. And I said, well, what, what can we get? She goes, well, you can get a wing or a, another thigh if you want. And I said, okay, she'll take the wing, and I'll take two thighs then. So they said, okay, I paid and went on my way. Well, then my brother goes up to order, and they go, uh, he goes, I'll take the uh, two-piece meal, $5 box. And uh, he goes, I heard them. He goes, I'll just take the two thighs as well. They said, we're out of thighs. (laughs) After I just got two. (laughs) So, and then they just kind of left him, and he just stood there at the counter, and I, and it, I mean, they, he paid for like a two piece box. I don't know what they were going to give him. And we went and sat down and they brought, and we got ours right away. And he's like, well, you guys may as well go ahead and start eating. Cause it's, he stood up there over 10 minutes and other people were getting waited on and stuff. And then this girl, finally, she brings out two thighs. So undoubtedly they had them, but just didn't have them made. They had to catch the chicken. It was running <laughs> around the back. I guess. And it's like, that's, that's pretty much all you sell is chicken. How can you be out of chicken? So that's part one of the gripe at Kentucky Fried Chicken. Part two of the gripe, and this really doesn't have as much to do with Kentucky Fried Chicken. There's a couple sitting at a table across from us. They had four kids, and the kids were just running all through the restaurant. I mean, just because there wasn't very many people there. They're running all through the restaurant. Oh, and there's not very many people there. You can just let your kids do what they want. Well, yeah, and the one little girl... Climbs up on the table and starts walking around on top of the table. And that's always, you know, very sanitary. Yeah. After they put their grubby little feet up there that they've been running into the bathroom. Who knows where else? Yeah. And the dad sitting at the table goes, get down from there. Doesn't take her off there. Just yells that at her. And the mom, who's trying to corral the other three, rushes over, grabs a little girl off the table, gets her off. Who the other two, three kids take off running. The little girl climbs back up on the table, walks around some more. Well, they got their food. You would think that the, would be the end of the tabletop. 
No, they just sat her down on top of the table and let her eat there. Oh, nice. That's, <laughs> that's fantastic. So, so it was kind of a two-for-one gripe at Kentucky Fried Chicken last night. Beautiful. Uh, people, <laughs> people are the worst. The yeah, absolute worst. Those people. <laughs> I'm never the worst. No, I'm not either. I think we're delightful. <laughs> Oh, okay. That's uh, that's our gripe of the week for uh, crotchety old men. <laughs> I think so. Or by crotchety old men, not for crotchety. Yeah, not for crotchety. I guess if a crotchety old man wants to listen to it, I, sure. that's, that's fine. But uh, all well, right. Well, speaking of worse, I think that has our next uh, segment, doesn't it? I believe it does. All right. The worst. The worst. Yes. So what are we going to be looking at the worst of? I think you came up, you wanted to do a kind of a top five draft of the worst movie characters of all time, or at least in our opinions, what yes. we find the worst movie characters. Yep. That's kind of what I came up okay. with because, because one popped in my mind and once one popped in my mind, it's like, well, surely there are other movie characters and kind of my critique or my uh, criteria for this was characters who are like super annoying or who really don't add value to the movie. Um, so I wanted to try to come up with five each. So why don't we get started, see who we came up with. And if we agree, we may disagree with some of the ones I picked. All right. I think that sounds great. Although I, I'm going to put an asterisk by my, by my list here, uh-huh. because I believe my number one is also what you already told me. I can't have. <laughs> it's good. I got dibs on that one. <laughs> so I will, I will let you go first. But I would agree that this would be my number one. But I want well. I want to start at my. I want that to be oh, my five? last one. That'll be I my. I got gotcha. Yeah, we're gonna um, go five through one. Yeah, five through one. So, okay. so my fifth one. And I don't know. Did you did you see Ad Astro with us? I did not. Okay. Oh, that was, I think that was my daughter and son in law that saw that with us. That was with um, Brad Pitt. And all the way through the movie, there he's referencing his dad about being out on some planet and stuff like that. And so this whole movie goes on, and it's a very, it's a very uh, it doesn't have a lot of dialogue in it. You know, it's one of those space movies, kind of like Gravity. I don't know, did you ever see that? I never saw that either. It's kind of like that. It takes place in space, and they're moving along, and they get to the like. There's five minutes, ten minutes, I don't know. It, it seemed like it was longer than that. Left in the movie before they finally meet. We meet his dad. Well, his dad is Tommy Lee Jones. Huh. And he's got, like, the very end of this movie. And his character, yeah, I guess you could say he added value to the movie. But I don't know. It wasn't one of Tommy Lee Jones's best roles I've ever seen. I typically like him in movies. Yeah. I didn't think he brought anything to the movie. I didn't think his character really... They could have just about as easily just referenced his dad than actually having him in it. So um, the movie in and of itself, I didn't think it was all that great. But then, you add, you know, Tommy Lee Jones gets my first nod as a worst character in a movie. <laughs> all right. Well, not having seen it, I really can't add anything to that. So. Okay. So just agree. Um, I will agree. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, starting off for me for number five, I don't know. Did you ever see the movie Fifth Element? I think it came out in the I late 90s. Had uh, Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Mm-hmm. And uh, kind of a sci-fi, futuristic thing. I, I watched it. it. It wasn't great. It was okay. Uh-huh. But they have a character in there, and his name is Ruby Rod. And he's played by Chris Tucker. 
and he is so, he's kind of like a should I know Chris Tucker? Uh, he was in um, oh yeah 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 okay the I know movies Com- with uh, usually funny yeah usually <laughs> he was supposed to be funny in this one. Uh, he's almost like the precursor to the reality star. This was before reality stars really came out, but th- that was his character. He was this real flamboyant, had a blonde hair with like a, it looked like a big, I don't know, big roll on top of it. It was like a Susie Q, or not Susie Q, but <laughs> I a, think maybe I've a seen... Swiss cake roll on top of it, only it was blonde. Yeah. And, he, and he's very over the top, flamboyant and loud and obnoxious. And he's kind of like, kind of like a TV star, but it's, I don't know, it's, it's science fiction. So they didn't really have TV. It's just him interviewing people and running around and he would just pop in and out of the show. It's just, he was very annoying. And, and, <laughs> and I, he really brought the movie down for me. I was kind of like, oh, it's not bad. It's not, whenever his character would come in, it was just like, ugh, okay. <laughs> we got to get it. past this. But for me, number five, Ruby Rod, very annoying. Yeah, I think maybe I, you know, I that's one of those movies I've probably seen 10 minutes of it here and there over the years. So I've seen the character you're talking about, but I I wouldn't know the plot. So, um, all right. So that was uh, your number five. Okay. Yep. Well, my number four comes from 1984, not the movie 1984 the, or the book or whatever. <laughs> it's from the year 1984. It's Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. And the character is Jonathan Key Quinn is the actor. Do you know who he is? Oh, I know who he is. Short round. <laughs> yeah, the little boy that hangs out well, with Well, that Indy. was my number one. Oh, was it really? <laughs> it was. I can't stand that character. How did you pick that up? <laughs> I have him right here. Number one, short round, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Wow. I did not think we would pick that same one. Oh, bummer. Well, Man, I would I'm agree. Sorry. No, that's all right. <laughs> he was just terrible. Awful. <laughs> And I like the Indiana Jones series. I like, you know, the first one and the third one. I like both of those. The second one, I remember, oh, yeah, another one's coming out. And you can watch it. And that, he was just so obnoxious. I wasn't a fan of the lady either. Wendy, uh, I can't think of her name. I can't now. think of her name. I know I you're wasn't, talking I about. I wasn't a big fan of hers either. But yeah. he was so bad. Yeah. Couldn't, I couldn't take it. I couldn't stand it. I agree. That's why I picked him as my number four. <laughs> all right. Well, he was my number one. So Boy, I took out your number no, one. Oh, that's all right. All right, well, then I guess who do you have for a four? Uh, four, I'm going to outer space. Okay. I am going to go with the Star Wars franchise. Okay. This is from Return of the Jedi. Oh. And it is the Ewoks. They're <laughs> terrible. Oh, yeah. The little stuff that everything. Go see that movie. It was awesome. You're like, oh, this is so great. There's Darth Vader, Han Solo. We're, we're, you know, we got Jabba the Hutt. We got the, <laughs> the, the big space worm underground. This, I, I forgot its name. Yeah, I'm, I forgot I'm the names of them, but uh, yeah. But then they go to the moon and the little Ewoks are running around. It's like, just It's like too, we entered Disney all of a sudden. <laughs> cutesy. It's like, okay, I can't take this. So for me, the Ewoks, uh, now my wife likes them. She thought, oh, that was a fun part of the movie. Like, oh, yeah. I would, I would give you that, the Ewoks. Yeah, yeah. they were. And it would have been different had they just been like a, a passing Okay, you know, oh, hey, look at these little Ewoks right here. But then they became like an integral part of the story, the last third of the movie. And it's just like, ugh. I know. It's, they need to go. Yeah. They need to go. Yep. Was not a fan of the Ewoks. So for me, that would be the fourth one for me was the Ewoks. All right. Well, my number three is a main character from 2019. 
And the thing is, is the role. So she was in two movies. She had her own movie and she was, I thought she was okay in it, but, and that's Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. In the Avengers Endgame, I just... I still haven't seen Endgame. Yeah, so I can't really give it away to you, I guess. But she comes in and she's an an important character in the movie. But she really hasn't been in the movie very much. And it's like, I don't know. I, since you haven't seen it, I don't want to say too much. I, I kind of know what... Yeah, yeah she's, she's kind of like she's all the powerful, reason. Yeah, she's you know? the reason that... Everything is, yeah, she destroys everything and is able to bring balance to the universe, so to speak. So, yeah, let's just take everything all the Avengers did in the previous movies and kind of make them, you know, not worthwhile. And all of a sudden she's the big, you know, the big cheese. Yeah. You know, so. I would give you that one. I'm not a fan of her character. Yeah. Um, Yep. I know the. Before anybody says, oh, you just don't like strong women. Wonder Woman. I loved the movie Wonder Woman. Yeah. I'm looking forward to Wonder Woman 1984. I yeah. think it looks fantastic. Yep, does look good. Uh, they just didn't give her any any flaws or weaknesses or anything other than just being a little whiny. Yeah. Outside of that, that was uh <laughs> And even from the from the actress perspective of just how she acted, yeah. I just thought she's kind of dry. I and, agree. I mean, most of the time I like Marvel uh, movies DC. for the well over DC, yeah, but uh, although I like some of the Batman, yeah, you know, Batman Begins, true. some of those, but the thing I typically like about a Marvel movie is comedy, and Captain Marvel had very little comedy in it. You know, I think it took itself too serious. I, I don't know. I would agree. I think so, it took itself way too serious. So yeah, so the third one or the yeah the third one from the bottom would be Captain Marvel, Brie Larson. All right, well, my third one is going is also, I would think, is considered a main character. Was in a, several movies of this. Or, this movie had several different... Oh, it's a series of movies, but that's what I'm trying to say. Jeez. <laughs> the the <clears throat> cold medicine's kicking in. <laughs> it's And again, I didn't see all these. Mm-hmm. I watched a couple of them because my wife liked them. We made fun of them. And so she got mad and finished watching them all the rest of them herself. <laughs> but the Twilight series and oh. Bella Swan, she's awful. Yep. And I, Kristen uh, Stewart. Stewart. Yeah. She, again, kind of a Brie Larson type. Is took herself way too serious and almost to the point of overacting. That the, you know too dramatic. It's like, ugh, come on. Yeah. This is a movie about sparkly vampires and werewolves. <laughs> I just, I could, I, again, I'm not the target audience either, you know. Yeah, you're not a 12-year-old girl. No, no. (laughs) And I wasn't then either. So, uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of the the series, and I really was not a fan of of her. Yeah, not a fan of the series. The best one I saw of those was the Rift Track one. Those were fantastic. They're hilarious. So, uh, I would agree with that one. Not a fan. Um, And honestly, I'm not... I don't want to pick on actors particularly, but oh, I'm ahead. not a big fan of hers either. Um, I saw her in, uh, I don't know. It was one of the, what was the, uh, like, was it like Snow White or the Huntsman? Or one yeah, of those type. Yeah, 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 she was yeah. in one of those. Didn't care for it. Um, I believe so, yeah. she was also in this latest remake of Charlie's Angels, which completely bombed. Yeah, it did bomb. <laughs> yeah, she was just recently, I mean, like within the last few weeks in a movie about some underwater 
um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I know what habitation you're talking about. Or something. Yeah, and and it, these creatures, they're trying to walk from one facility to another one underwater on the floor yeah. of the ocean and something happens. I, I haven't seen it. So, and it appears not many other people did either. <laughs> so, so, yeah, that was my number three. All right. Well, my number four, we're going back to Star Wars again. Or do you mean number two? Oh yeah. Number two. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm reading up from my fifth <laughs> one down. So my number two Second worst, we're back into the Star Wars, and it's from 1999. Do you have this one? I don't know. I've got another one from Star Wars, so from, let's see. I think I had it on our sheet. Did Go you, ahead. From the Phantom Menace? No. Okay. Jar Jar Binks. Okay. That would be a... Uh, he was awful. I forgot to get the the actor's name who did it, but... Ahmed, uh... Oh, yeah. I, I don't. I can't think of it off the top of my head either. But yeah, Jar Jar Binks. Um, I just watched that movie this weekend, and so... His takes on the role to me of being annoying. Um, as far as him having value in the movie, he kind of ends up having some value because his people kind of save the people from the dark side as they're attacking. Um, you know, so his his people kind of have value in the movie. But I thought he was just kind of uh, annoying as all get out. Yeah. You saw, you saw. Oh, and he was <laughs> and a bumbling idiot and just... Yeah, dropping Too much wrench comedy it. and yeah. not the cutesy comedy like the Ewoks. This was just no, it wasn't. Stupid. It wasn't well thought out comedy. It was just like, like you know what we have Star Wars. What would happen if we? Inter- what if there was an alien version of the Three Stooges? But we'll just <laughs> yeah. put it as one. It's like yeah. no, it's, yeah, why are you doing that? Very very bad. So yeah, Jar Jar gets uh, my number two spot, and we're coming up on number one, which all I already right. took yours. That's all right. I got number two. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. You still got number uh, one. I also am going to the Star Wars franchise. I'm going to Attack of the Clones, though. Okay. Which was episode two. <laughs> I know who you're going to say. It's uh, Anakin Skywalker. Oh, no, it's not Hayden you, I Christensen. Yep. He got he an honorable so mention. He was so whiny. And I, I wanted him to play kind of more like they did with, with uh, Kylo Ren, where he, more anger. Right. Not, they never let me do anything the council's always telling me i can't go and he's just too whiny and yeah. babyish and then, and then those scenes with him and padma out in the fla- out in the uh, wildflower field weird stupid <laughs> oh my goodness it's uh yeah hayden christensen gets uh he got an honorable mention for me yeah so uh, that that would have been uh that would have been my second okay well i'll come back to a couple honorable mentions too but uh so my number one, <laughs> and you know who I'm talking about. Oh, I do. Go ahead and name the movie. Caddyshack. Caddyshack. Okay. And we're talking about Maggie. Oh, she's the, the worst. The main character's girlfriend. She, I don't even know why they put her. She has nothing to do with the story at all. Nothing. Yeah, she's got a horrible accent. That terrible Irish brogue. Yeah. Horrible accent. Oh, great. That's just what I needed. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh. She's terrible. Yeah, she her storyline brought nothing to the movie. It's like, why don't you help me count me holy cards? <laughs> yeah. First, yeah, why even bring her? Why even have her in there? Fine. But if you want to, fine. You want to show she's kind of one of the love interests of the main guy. But then, like, and we want you to speak with an Irish accent. Why? <laughs> no one else is speaking with an Irish accent. Yeah, you know, she might really be Irish. I don't know. I, I looked up her name, and I think I forgot to put it down. I did. Um, so, yeah, Maggie from Caddyshack gets my number one worst, most annoying, no-value character of any. 
Yeah, and well, my number one was was short round from Indiana Jones and yeah. the Simple Doom. I can't. Um, that's funny you picked that because I would have. Well, I wanted Maggie, but I already knew that you were going to take Maggie. <laughs> so I was probably who else? Who would? Who else? Would I find the most annoying of a movie who brings nothing to it, and I would put him in there. And I, I've got one honorable mention. Okay, but I didn't want to put it on my list because it's still another Star Wars, and this is more. Again, this is going to episode one. Okay. And it's Anakin Skywalker, the little kid. Now, I, he's just... The acting in it is terrible. The acting is and bad. And his, his story, I do feel bad, because he was just berated by people online and everything, where he even went to, like, he had severe depression and got messed up in drugs. And, wow. I mean, it ruined his life, but... Uh, so I feel bad for him for that. But that would be my honorable mention. Yeah, yeah. he Yeah, he was... Uh... Not the best. Um, and, you know, I don't know. I don't know how much, you know, acting this kid had done or, you know, anything like that. And um, I can usually give a little tolerance to a kid, you know, and their acting ability or whatever. Uh, although I didn't the short round either, did I? No. <laughs> so, well, all right. Well, I've got a couple of, uh, of uh, honorable mentions. You mentioned Hayden Christensen. Well, then I got to mention Padme or... Um, Boy, her name just went out of my head. Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman, equally in uh, Thor. Oh yeah, good call. I yeah, she's terrible. <laughs> I I'm not. I a believe Natalie she's going to be the fan. new Thor. Oh, I know she is, and that's like. So you got that looking forward. To. Yeah, well that 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 pretty well seals the deal that I won't go to the theater and see it. Uh, and again, it's nothing to do with strong female leads or anything like that. It's. I don't like her as an actress. No, she seems like she'd probably be a nice person, but sure. If you, I don't know, I guess I don't know. I've never met her. She seems annoying to me. Yeah. I I mean, you know that, but that's me. (laughs) Yes, that is you. What'd you think about the kid in uh, Iron Man two? Iron Man two. Or was it three? Three. Why am I blanking on the kid in Iron? Oh, that helped him rebuild. Yeah, his that helped suit. him rebuild his suit. Uh, he kind of took a lo- him. he kind of took a lot of flack too, though. Um, did he see? I didn't mind him. I yeah. thought I thought he he did a pretty good job, and he he added something to the story, kind of helping. You know, uh, Robert Downey Jr. or you know Iron Man to try to kind of get him back in touch with his humanity side, kind of bring yeah. his ego down a little bit. Yeah. So my my other honorable mention is Tom Hanks in Castaway because I thought Wilson stole the movie. <laughs> yeah, Wilson did steal the movie. Yeah, Wilson was awesome in that movie. <laughs> See, that was a movie that I just found very boring. I, <laughs> I know, I but know. I had to bring it up because you know, because most people would think, oh, the volleyball. It's like <laughs> actually, the volleyball is I think the most exciting part of the movie. I think so. You could have just shown three hours of the volleyball floating around. And, well, that's cool. Yeah. So so yeah, Wilson in uh, in Castaway he gets a he gets a good a plus a thumbs up from from me as a he should have won a, a a Grammy or a Grammy not a Grammy an Oscar. Well, maybe he could maybe, win a Grammy maybe he could sing the singing volleyball. I've heard some of the people that won Grammys that I think that he would have done a better job. <laughs> True, <laughs> but yeah, maybe he should have won an Oscar though. So, all right, well that's our top five worst characters from a movie. We'll be bringing back another one of these in a few weeks doing uh, TV characters. Ooh. So. Which, that's what I had already prepared. <laughs> so I'm ready to go for that one. Maggie on Caddyshack. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, all right. Well, why don't we uh, move on? From, oh, no, I got to bring up one more thing because I asked, I asked my wife, Lori, 
when I was trying to come up with some of these, I said, can you, you know, you got any movies that you can think of useless characters or annoying ones? And she said, she said the whole cast of Napoleon Dynamite, except for the girl. (laughs) Well, the whole movie was just kind of, uh, I liked Napoleon Dynamite. There's no substance to it. Oh, I do too. And she's right. The characters are weird, but I find them funny. I do too. (laughs) Uncle Rico and Napoleon. Yep. And uh, Kip. uh, Kip and uh, the the karate instructor, (laughs) you know, Uncle Rico is one of my favorites. Uh, He's hilarious. He can throw so, a football over that mountain. He could. He could. He could have won state that year. Only the coach would have put him in. <laughs> so so Lori's vote is Napoleon Dynamite cast. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, she's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you tell her that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sure. Thank you. <laughs> no, they. it was kind of worthless, but the whole movie was, but I still enjoyed it. Yep. All right. Well, let's move on. All right. Well, I am going to bring... Are you hungry? You getting hungry? Wouldn't you like to leave and go have a nice steak when we get done with our podcast? Sure, I could sure. go for a steak. For the sake of this bit. <laughs> well, the reason I brought that up, um, there's a restaurant in uh, London that is taking some flack. Now, what, what do you think that they've done to upset people now? Maybe they could have refused service to somebody. Yeah. Or who knows, you know, maybe they could have said... Put something insensitive in a commercial or something. Wouldn't let someone use a restroom. Who knows? Maybe they actually, yeah, had a had a men's and women's bathroom. I you know, I don't know. But I take that back. I do know. <laughs> <laughs> or this will be a very short segment. <laughs> we don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> no. It says here, uh, so if you go to a restaurant, um, they offer, offer several different steaks on their menu. Uh, they've got a, a New York sirloin. It's a succulent sirloin steak cut thick, a Manhattan favorite, and it's uh, $21.95. Pounds. I don't know what that translates into the dollars. But I don't either. Seems pricey. Yep. <laughs> uh, they have a 16-ounce T-bone. Tender, juicy T-bone, a must for all steak lovers, seasoned to perfection. $25.95. A, uh, a pound. Not a pound. Twenty twenty-five <laughs> $25.95. Pounds. Or however they, I'm probably butchering this up if we have anybody yeah. in the UK listening, I, I How apologize. How many euros would that be? Uh, well, I don't know that they're doing euros anymore. Oh. The Brexit. <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh, they also offer a filet, a 10-ounce filet. The filet is the finest of all steaks. Filet is barrel cut from the center of the tenderloin and is fat-free. Nice. I'll have the filet. And then we get to the problem. Uh, they offer an eight ounce for eighteen ninety five, an eight ounce ladies fillet, one for the ladies. It's a beautiful eighty cut, cause we can. So that has caused an uproar. People are not happy because they have a steak that is called the lady steak, and it's the smallest steak, and people are upset about it. They think I'm upset. I. Some people are even more than just upset, and we're going to get to a few of those here in just a minute. <laughs> um, so they had a few people here that they were, and most of this is coming from social media. So these probably these people have probably never even been to this restaurant. Oh, I'm but they're sure. going to go to social media and try to crucify this guy. Oh yeah. It says here it says, uh, wait a sec, let me make sure I have a man sized tissue all ready to tuck in to my lady steak. Um. 
Another one <clears throat> says that uh, the lady would prefer a big old ribeye steak. Then there's one that says gender-specific steak. Ridiculous. That's like gender-specific gin. Can't be doing. <clears throat> can't be doing with it. Uh, it's just a little the way it's written out here. I guess Twitter though. Guess what, people? Some women drink Navy strength too, you know, and eat big steaks. And somebody else said, it's the 2020s, not 1920s. <laughs> <laughs> and th- there's another one that said, this enraged me. Don't they understand the climate of the times? People, another one says, this is, I am outraged. <laughs> outraged. <laughs> outraged over the lady steak. O- over a lady steak. All this is, is this guy, they, they interviewed him. They said, why do you have a lady steak? He goes, it's the one that is the most popular with women. Most women come in, they ordered that. I just call, we just switched the name to a lady steak. It's probably been like that for years. And that's what he said. It's been that way since 2015. Oh, not and as now, long as I would have thought, maybe. <laughs> well, it was a different time then. <laughs> Things were so much better in 2015. But I love how that somebody says outrage. And if the definition of outrage aroused fierce anger or indignation. I've had some crappy restaurant service. I think... You just spoke of crappy restaurant service. <laughs> were you outraged at Kentucky Fried Chicken? I was a little outraged. No, I, we were actually very calm about it. And, you know, I was just kind of chuckling because it was a, a lack of chicken at the chicken restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> but I just, I don't know. I, I find, like, really, I wonder if he could have called it a uh, trans lady steak if he had been okay then. <laughs> oh, I think so. <laughs> it's, it's not a lady steak. It's a trans lady. And at least it wasn't the lady's hot dog. No, no, it wasn't the lady's hot dog. <laughs> he could have done that as well. That might that would stir up some. <laughs> and who would? <clears throat> I think that men have a bigger gripe about this because what if you go in and you want the smaller steak, sir? Can I help you with the you looking for like the, the T-bone or the fillet cut? <laughs> um, I have the lady's steak. Uh, what was that, sir? <laughs> the lady's steak. Oh, we got one lady's steak here. <laughs> How do you want that fixed, Nancy? <laughs> so, yeah. And then what if you can't finish it? Oh, you didn't? Too much too much steak for you there, sir? The yeah. lady steak a little too much? A little too meaty for you? <laughs> they could have named the big one the man steak. Yeah, yeah. You want a man steak? Um, not really. <laughs> yep. Well, I guess you, you cannot gender specify your steaks. Do not gender specify your steaks. What are these same women, though, if they get outraged over, like, bars that have ladies' nights where they get discounted rates for their drinks because they are a lady? Oh, I'm sure they get outraged. Outraged. Outra- I demand to pay the same price as men. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> How dare you offer me a discount just because I'm a lady? <laughs> <laughs> so I just thought that was, I don't know. That caught my eye. I'm like, really? You're outraged over the name of a steak, a lady steak? And not like it's... Some some racist name for the steak, it's right? Lady steak. It's a lady steak. I mean, uh, not you know. I guess he could have taken the the big one, the big fat woman steak, or <laughs> the big Bertha. You want the big Bertha steak? The Helga steak. The Helga steak. The Olga. <laughs> but anyway, that's that was just kind of that. Just the, the outrage is what really got me. I'm like, wow, you're you're that mad and upset over a steak. Well, I'm a little upset at, uh, you know, fast food joints that have uh, kids' meals. Yeah, how dare they have kids' How dare meals? these be specified for kids? It should just be a smaller meal. What if I walk up and want one? I'm not a kid. I'm outraged. I am outraged. 
Then you go to Twitter and start a campaign against them to get them canceled or sent out of business. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to start a Twitter thing about kids' meals. <laughs> You'd probably catch on. <laughs> kids are being discriminated this is against. Ridiculous. <laughs> oh. Outrageous. All right. All right. Well, that's all I had with that. Okay. Uh, well, we've offended the ladies. So now who's next? <laughs> uh, we're going to go into the world of the animal kingdom. Okay. For the next well, couple we'll, of things. we'll offend animal lovers. Animal now. rights. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the first story that I came across, um, apparently in Texas, there's a squirrel that has been harassing and terrorizing a neighborhood. <laughs> now, most people know I already know that squirrels are evil. Right. They've listened to, we, they've heard my story about yep. I was attacked by squirrels. Squirrels are evil. They're they're a joker. They're they they look cute and cuddly and they are really vicious, horrible creatures. Yeah. You'll see them antagonized like dogs. Oh yeah. They they get up in the tree and then <laughs> do that little bark and yeah, they're they're completely evil. But so I, I clicked on this because again, I'm always intrigued when I find uh, you know, someone else that or a story that can back me up on this. It says, uh, a frenzied squirrel had been terrorizing people in Bridgeland Shores, Cypress, Texas. Okay. Um, it says, while Was it a big squirrel? It does I not mean, everything's bigger size, in Texas. It might be. And maybe that's the problem. Maybe it's the size of like a, a medium-sized dog. I, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, we'll assume it's a regular-sized squirrel. It says, while they're trying to leave, though, the squirrel has, has bitten multiple people. And two women even had to go to the hospital. So this isn't, this isn't just all jokes and fun and games. Oh, like, no. People have been got. People have been got. <laughs> been got. They done got bit. Oh, man. People have gotten seriously injured. Uh, one of the victims. They could have been killed. <laughs> they could have. We don't know. Was uh, Charlene French. And I am not even going to pronou- try to pronounce her last name, Mesquita. I guess I just did, even though I said I wasn't going to. <laughs> I'm not going to do this, Mesquita. <laughs> she said, I love about what she said. They, the news was there and they asked her, said, what happened? So she said, she tried to shoo the squirrel away from the front door. The squirrel attacked her instead of shooing. <laughs> shooing. <laughs> I tried to shoo it. It didn't shoo. Shoo, shoo. <laughs> and so when I stepped outside the door, it leapt on me, bit my arm. I pulled him off, threw him to the ground. They tried to get in the house. I couldn't get in the house because it came back and bit my leg. It's scary. I'm just thankful that it was me and not my children. A mother's nightmare. <laughs> well, you don't want it biting little kids. And then the second lady called it the the said the blood the bloodthirsty squirrel also targeted Katie Herrera. <laughs> I love the writing of this. It's like it's waiting for him just tonight. <laughs> I think that squirrel is sexist. I didn't hear it attack any guys. Uh, no, just women. <laughs> so he has got a big problem, buddy. Big problem. There may be a reason behind that. I don't know. Could be. It said here that she suffered bruises and puncture wounds on her uh, from the claws on her arm. And, uh, oh, here that does. They have a picture. It says a picture. It's a medium-sized gray squirrel. <laughs> I like this. A picture of the squirrel shows the medium-sized gray squirrel perched menacingly on the garden fence. <laughs> I've got a leather jacket and a switchblade. Smoking. Snapping. Ah, come on. Where the jets? <laughs> come and get me. Got a tattoo. Locals claim that the animal was initially playful, but had recently <laughs> become aggressive. It started chewing on doors and snapping at the homeowners. He was snapping. That's a, that's, <laughs> that's a crazy, crazy squirrel. That is one crazy squirrel. 
says the fear has caused some of uh, Mrs. Amesquita's neighbors to bunker down during the day. Bunker down. <laughs> says the squirrel is very active during the day, so they don't go outside. And they've contacted the uh, local wildlife authority, but they have not been able to catch a squirrel. Aww. Now, I do have a story that ties into this. We have some neighbor, or not neighbors, <laughs> we have some friends who had a neighbor. <laughs> you have no neighbors? Well, we do, but this isn't about them. <laughs> that's a we, whole different story. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole different story, story altogether. <laughs> we, we had some friends, and they had a neighbor, this lady that was outside and working around on her car, and they happened to see her. She made a commotion. A squirrel attacked their neighbor, bit her on the arm. They had to take her to the hospital and get, she had to get stitches and everything. So they called the DNR, the Department of Natural Resources and different things. They came out and they trapped the squirrel and they killed it and did tests. They said, no, it doesn't have rabies. Right. So they started asking, well, why did it do this? And they said, well, they investigated. They found out that it was like an adolescent squirrel, like sorry, teenage Teenager. squirrel. Teenage squirrel. <laughs> But they said, well, it's an adolescent squirrel, and it's coming into the mating season, and that can make them more aggressive. So I said, it's just it's just a horny squirrel. He gets all horny, and he gets after. So maybe that's why he's chasing the women. He's, he was nice and friendly. <laughs> then puberty. <laughs> and that ruined it for everybody. The squirrel is in puberty, and he's attacking everybody. He's a little menace. <laughs> so I don't know. I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> the horny the horny teenage squirrel. <laughs> Oh, so it wasn't an adult, uh, fully grown squirrel. Then. No, this so was the this guys. Was... The older guys are all chill. Yeah, yeah. Ah, we're not biting anybody. Uh, yeah, come on. Yeah, it kind of reminds me. I mean, you were just talking about that earlier, and it kind of reminded me. It had nothing to do with squirrels, but I had an, a, a. I used to coach travel softball, and I had a guy that was an assistant coach, and they got a cat, and they decided, you know after having the cat and they had it like in a separate room or kenneled for a few days that they were going to introduce the cat to their dog. And the lady what held could go the, wrong. The lady ended up in the hospital. Oh my, oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> the cat tore her up. She was in the hospital for like three days. <laughs> Here, look, here's Fido. Never, you never <laughs> hold on to the cat ever. They did. And she paid. Ever, I tried to put a cat inside of a, like a box to put it in a car to travel. Yeah, I got tore up too. Yeah. I'm like, nope, guess what, cat? You're you're done. Yeah, if they decide they don't want to go anywhere, you may as well just let them go. Yeah, they're done. <laughs> so that had nothing to do with squirrels, but it just made Animal me. Story, when though. you were talking about them scratching and biting and stuff, that cat went wild on her. <laughs> Maybe she should have licked it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, then it would have been happy. All right, well, from squirrels. Yeah, I say you go right into another animal story. I've got one more. And this one I've had on the burner for a few a, a few uh, weeks that I've just been trying to figure out a way to get it in here. Yeah, because I remember reading this story or hearing it on the news a few weeks ago. And uh, I knew you had this one uh, coming up. Yeah, well, this is, a, this is about a tortoise. And it kind of, uh, at least for me, um, blows some of the mis... I, I, it's, I've got some misconceptions about turtles, I guess. This is going to clear up. <laughs> well, good. Anytime we can so, clear up. Yeah, a... This is about uh, a Galapagos turtle named Diego. Yay, Diego. Yeah. So uh, the, the the thing with Diego is that uh, 
they have him and he's trying to, he was trying to save his species because the Galapagos turtles were on the edge of extinction in right. 1965 on the island that uh, their main island that they were from. They said in 1965, they, there were only 14 turtles, 12 females, two males, and yeah. that's it. And they live for how long? It's like... I don't know. Well, Diego's 130 years old right yeah, now. Yeah, I knew they were in the hundreds or greater. So, uh, and I did a little research, and I said that the, they were very plentiful, but then what would happen is that ships would either, they would ship right, they'd stop there. Well, the turtles would get caught because they were easy to catch. And apparently they were delicious because uh, they said people would specifically go there to eat the Galapagos turtle. Never heard of that. So they hunted them almost to extinction. So anyway, in 65. See, they're big turtles. They are a big turtle. (laughs) Well, if you got a ship full of people. Yeah. Go get them. But in 1965, there was only 14 of them left. So they tried to uh, introduce like a breeding program and they didn't have a lot of success. One uh, would, was, breeding some there was one that didn't breathe breed at all and what they found it had like a, a physical issue that it hmm. just couldn't breed a little viagra needed for him uh, or? maybe a lot of viagra i don't know <laughs> <laughs> he was a soft shell turtle <laughs> <laughs> oh don't shake your head come on. <laughs> anyway so they had the one turtle one of the problems they said they had was that turtles i guess especially like the galapagos turtles they tend to to mate for life or at least be somewhat monogamous. Monogamous. They'll have a mate. And right. They, so they have a hard time repopulating when you only have, you know, two males and 12 females. Well, yeah. And if you're going to be monogamous, you know, those other ones are going to be like, uh, yeah, you're cheating on me. You. <laughs> so anyway, in, in 1976, they brought Diego down to the island um, from the San Diego Zoo. So he's a gigolo. So they brought him down there because the other two <laughs> weren't getting the job done. So well, let's, let's, let's bring Diego down. Hey, Diego. Well, Hello. Diego, Diego had a really good time because uh, it says now there are over a thousand tortoises on the island and he is personally responsible for 40% of the population. <laughs> so, so Diego, he's kind of a gigolo. Apparently he yes, has no he problem. With uh, swinging with the different ladies, he is uh, he is all over that. He's like, I'm not monogamous. Diego is the man. He's the, he is the man. <laughs> but uh, so apparently, you know, there's there's always been the uh, people say, wow, you know, oh, they're going at it like rabbits. But apparently, turtles have one uh, one up on the rabbits here, <laughs> or at least if they can catch it. Maybe how that's did, how long did this take? Well, that was from uh, 1976, so. Took them a while. It took a while. Well, they're turtles. They're slow. They're slow. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah. So he was. He's responsible for forty percent of the island's population. Did they play like mood music over the whole island? Or I don't know. Maybe they played yeah. the turtles. Put these. Uh, yeah. Put these speakers Happy up together. <laughs> Little Jimmy Buffett playing or something. <laughs> so so it'd probably be more like. Uh, oh, who's the who's the deep bass uh, voice guy? Uh, oh, Barry. Barry White. <laughs> <laughs> the sultry sounds of the turtle. <laughs> but it, yeah, so maybe Diego's, you know, his his issue is that they're just slow. So once he, if he catches up to him, it's good to go. I wouldn't want to fall asleep on the beach there <laughs> or be a slow animal. Diego's got to, you got to, you got to stay away from Diego. <laughs> he went there with a purpose. He did go there with a purpose. <laughs> He's like Steve Martin in the jerk. He knew his per- special purpose. He knew he had a very special purpose. He had, yeah, I guess it's, you know, find what you're good at. I guess so. 
Way if to you go, do Diego. what you love, you won't work a day in your life. <laughs> <laughs> so, way to go, Diego. So, anyway, uh, we give a round of applause to Diego there. Way to, yay. way to, yay, Diego. Way to get the uh, the uh, Galapagos turtles out of uh, the extinction there. It's like Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yeah. There was much rejoicing. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> so, the Gigolo turtle and a terrorizing squirrel. All right. Those well, animals. that wraps up... Uh, the animal corner here. I've got no other animal stories unless you got anything. I don't think so. How can I top Diego? How can you top the? Well, uh, I'm not. I, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> it sounds like Diego's topping everything to me. Oh <laughs> uh, no! Pretty good. Pretty good. Way to go, Diego. Good job. All right. Well, I guess we'll move in to see what we got going this week. Yeah. What kind of holidays we got to look forward to? Uh, and looking at the calendar this week, there weren't quite as many of them. No, no, there wasn't. Uh, so why don't you go ahead and give us uh, right. Monday. The, well, uh, Monday, February 17th, we have Random Act of Kindness. Now, it's got to be random. You can't plan this ahead of time. So you, you can't just be, hey, this person needs help. It's just got to be something random. You're driving around, and you're going to just randomly help someone. Well, that, that sounds like a, a worthy uh, worthy thing to do. <clears throat> That's right. So how can you celebrate this? Their suggestions on this website says you could smile at a stranger, say thank you to somebody, compliment a friend. Why would you say thank you to somebody if they didn't do anything for you? Well, this says say thank thank you to your bus driver for driving safely. But I, I don't. oh okay, not just walk up to somebody on the street and say thank you. Well, you could <laughs> thank you for being you. <laughs> you could buy your coworker their favorite snack, Reese's egg. Reese's egg, yes, I would be happy with that says help your neighbor mow their lawn, which in February, um, I don't know. But it, I guess this is also celebrated on the Southern Hemisphere. So it's summertime down there. So they could need help. Or you could scoop the deck or scoop the snow out of their driveway. Might get to do that over the next couple of days. It sounds like it. So. <laughs> Pay for the groceries of someone in the checkout line. That's that's quite the act. Man, I guess. It's like, oh, here, I'll buy that uh, candy bar for you. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Here's a Reese's egg. Yeah, here's a little something for the effort, you know. Okay, it's just an empty wrapper. I ate the egg, but it was a thought that counts. <laughs> I thought about getting you this. That's right. So February 17th, Random Act of Kindness Day. All right. Well, on February 18th, Tuesday, we have Battery Day. And no, this isn't like assault and battery. Oh, I was going to say, go up and punch somebody. I guess that would kind of cleanse our palate from the Random Act of Kindness <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> no, this is the actual batteries. And it says, according to some archaeologists and historians, the earliest known battery in recorded human history can be traced back as far as 2,000 years ago, known as the Baghdad battery. <laughs> Not ever ready. <laughs> the battery is, cl- is a clay pot containing a metal tube and a metal rod. It is thought to have been discovered in the basement of the Baghdad Museum by German painter and archaeologist Wilhelm Koenig. What was it powering? The clay pot. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's an electric pot. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm just curious. I like. Okay. Yeah, it says he suggested that, and it's funny because it says it was discovered by uh, Wilhelm Koenig, who suggested that the artifact was probably used as a battery. <laughs> so. I found this pot with a cylinder, a copper cylinder, yeah. and a copper rod. It's yeah. a battery. What is that, Charlie? Are you sure it looks like it? No, it's a battery. All right. Did they even know what? Leave. But they didn't. They didn't know what a battery was back then. Because if this was the first one, why did he call it that? I 
think I will call that the battery. It looks like they were charging something with that. Yeah. What is this? What is this for? It's called a battery. It provides power for things. Oh, so what do you? Have? I don't know. We have nothing electric to use it for. But in years from now, they'll really be popular. Maybe his partner that was down there with him said, "Oh, I can use that in my remote control car." This makes me think of the brand of batteries that I saw at the Hobby Lobby, the Lusty brand. Batteries. Lusty batteries. The Lusty battery. <laughs> what are those used for? I don't. Whatever you want. <laughs> All right, well, it's battery day. So something you can do with that is... Make sure you have plenty of batteries. Make sure you got batteries. Check the ones in your fire alarms and smoke detectors. Um, You know, um, I don't know. Maybe buy somebody a pack of batteries. Yeah, sure. Here you go. Here's some double A's. Have fun. All right, well, Wednesday, the 19th of February, is Chocolate Mint Day. Yum, Uh, yum. This is devoted to the classic combination of chocolate and mint. Now, one thing I've noticed about this, I know a lot of people, they like it, or there's a lot of people that, I know a lot of people that don't like it. I don't think there's a like a middle, like, eh, it's okay, because yeah. a lot of people like it, but I I can also see where, I like chocolate mint. I like chocolate mint. But I can see where some people say, well, it tastes like toothpaste. I think I could see that, too, if you don't care for it. I could see why you wouldn't like it. Um, But how to celebrate so let's introduce chocolate and mint pairings in each of your meals. Have a chocolate mint latte for your morning coffee. Add chocolate chips to, and some mint to your cereal. What kind of cereal you have where you're putting chocolate? That doesn't, sound, that doesn't sound good. So let's replace your main course with a big slice of chocolate mint cake and ice cream. It's like, oh, what's for supper? Cake and ice cream. Well, that doesn't sound bad. And I'm trying you, to eat better. Maybe I'll just have an Andes mint that day. Yeah, that's right. I'm, that's a slim mint. Yeah. Did you know that there's an herb called mint chocolate whose leaves taste like chocolate mint? Well, that makes sense. <laughs> Bless you. So, February 19th on Wednesday, chocolate mint day. All right. Well, now we we have nothing on Thursday or Friday. So, let's move on to Saturday, February 22nd. And this day is single tasking day. So this, for those that you like to multitask, can't do it this day. You have to single task. Uh, your brain's got to be running on one thread that day, not uh, all over the place. Uh, which is going to be hard for me because my brain does go all over the place. <laughs> so, Rain it in. Focus on one thing that day and one thing only. Yeah. Well, it says only about 2% of the people can effectively multitask. And from what I've read, our brains actually can't multitask. You just switch back and forth so fast, it seems like. Yeah, but you're you're really not multitasking. You're like doing a single task at a time. But what do we know? We're not scientists. I know. (laughs) If I was, I'd be inventing the doomsday clock. (laughs) Resetting it. Yeah, resetting (laughs) it back to zero. Uh, But what can you do on this day? You can make a list and do one thing on it at a time. That's it. Okay. Single task. I probably wouldn't get one thing done on the list. And I'd, that would be, be my one, single task. <laughs> I'd have one thing. I'd work on it all day. Didn't get it done. <laughs> yes. And maybe that's what I think it means. Single task. Do one task that day. All right. Well, Sunday, February 23rd, International Dog Biscuit Appreciation Day. Dog Biscuit Appreciation. That's what it says. So I don't know <laughs> if the dogs are international or the International Dog Biscuits. It doesn't really say, but it says this is to show appreciation for your furry canine friends by spoiling them with their favorite dog 
biscuit. And we know that, Greg, you you hate dogs, so you don't have to. <laughs> I don't celebrate. hate dogs. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I had to throw that out there. <laughs> so, how do you celebrate this day? They say that man, or they say that a dog is man's best friend. So shower them with. They shower you. Let me start that over. They say that a dog is man's best friend. They shower you with unconditional love and are always there for you. So give your dog all your love on Dog Biscuit Day. And treat your dog with his favorite biscuit. Or better yet, make one for him at home, homemade. They would really love that. What if you don't have a dog? um, Well, you could eat a dog biscuit yourself. I could eat one. I guess I could give one to a strange dog. You could. Or, Or... a known dog. If you know a dog, you can. Well, that's on Sunday. We have a dog at work, but I can't, you know, I'm not going to go over there on Sunday. He's not working. <laughs> your daughter and son-in-law have a dog. You go over and give him a dog biscuit. I could. I could stop by there. Here you go, Loki. Have a dog give biscuit. Give him a dog biscuit. He'd probably think he was dying if you're being nice to him. <laughs> I'm nice. To, it's her. And she's a her. But I'm nice to Loki. I have to keep saying that. <laughs> so Sunday, February 23rd, International Dog Biscuit Day. Remember, have your dog spayed or neutered. No. All right, uh, Bob Barker. I know, I was a throwback to Bob Barker. (laughs) But I think that wraps it up, unless you've got anything else to add. I have nothing. All right, well, hey, I made it through without making too many mistakes. Yeah. Uh, So the cold medicine is really starting to kick in now. The editing will be fun this week. Oh, yeah, I have 400 (laughs) coughs here that hopefully none of you will hear. (laughs) We'll edit those all out. And then... uh, so other than that, we hope everybody has a great week and tune in next week. And I think that will do it for us. See ya. See ya. <laughs> well, that's the show. Thanks again for listening to It's Funny That Makes It Okay. Be sure to join us next week for a break from the mundane. Please rate, review, and share our podcast. Feel free to send comments to it's funny at comic.com. Remember, if you see or do something that's a little questionable. As long as it's funny, that makes it okay.